Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> How's it going? It's going good. Yeah? 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 yeah. Um, I really, really love this movie. Do you now? Yeah. I enjoyed it. I saw it for the first time when I was in film school. Oh. And it's, like, my, what I would say is my favorite movie, you know, shifts from time to time. Yeah. It's definitely in that conversation. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if I had the same sentiment. I'm not okay. saying it's bad. Like, I don't think it's a bad movie. It was just, like, a little slow for my taste. No, of course. <laughs> for everyone's edification, we are talking about the 1973 film Badlands. Terrence Malick. Yes. One of his few, like, n- really narratively based films. Okay. A lot of his movies are almost just, like, mood piece. I, was like, I have no idea really who he is or what he's done, other than this film. Like, Thin Red Line. Nope. Stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> are you surprised? <laughs> Does anything surprise you anymore? <laughs> yeah. Nope. Um, so, this is, um, you know, pretty, like, <laughs> meow, meow. Uh, it's... Like, I don't say loosely based, um, but it is based on the um, real-life murder spree of Charles Starkweather and his girlfriend, Carol Ann Fugate, in the Mm -hmm. 50s. Um, And again, as we addressed last week, it's Carol with an I, which is a very interesting spelling. Very strange. I mean, it was the 50s, man. What a time. (laughs) Um, So, (laughs) um, that's why we're talking about this movie, um, specifically. And next week we'll be talking about the book uh, Wasteland, The Savage Odyssey of Charles Starkweather and Carol Ann Fugate by Michael Newton. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, if I remember, I'll try to link it in the show notes on Mikey Amazon. Mikey Newts? Huh? You said Mikey Newts? Mikey Newts. Um, honestly, don't know anything else he's written. Nope. <laughs> I was like, do, do you know something I don't know? He invented Fig Newtons, right? I'm, I'm sh- I thought it was a man named Fig. <laughs> no, that's a fruit. What? <laughs> <laughs> I could tell for like a half a second you're like this bitch does not know what a fig is, <laughs> and I still have the look of regret <laughs> that you even know me. <laughs> That's why I had to just clarify that I I know what a fucking fig is. Because <laughs> I just saw the gears turning and it wasn't good. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> oh Christ. So okay, why is this one of your favorite movies? Uh, I just really love the aesthetic of this movie. Mm-hmm. I love the pace of this movie. I love uh, both the leads. Yeah. Um, even though, <laughs> like, she is so <laughs> strange. Yes. To say the least. I don't want to say strange looking. No, but she's definitely not, like, conventionally attractive. Um, but Let's say basic, that. This is, like, right before she did Carrie. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and she's playing, like... 15? Yeah, she's playing a 15-year-old. And then he's playing, what, 19? A 25-year-old. 25. <laughs> <laughs> fucking yikes, on bikes. I mean, it was a different time. I the, mean... It was the 50s. I mean... <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> and what was, like, the age of consent? That's actually a great fucking question. In that region and in that time. Probably 16. If I had to guess. That's distressing. Right. Better. I would say, like, does it make it better? No. <laughs> it makes it probably worse. worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, really cute 10 year age gap with a minor. <laughs> Love that for He's them. Just walking around, local neighborhood garbage man, <laughs> picking up 15 year olds. <laughs> I mean, you weren't hot for your garbage person? <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I've ever had any sort of familiar relationship with a... (laughs) 
With a sanitation engineer? With a sanitation engineer. (laughs) Um, Actually, uh, that is almost not true. My boss's husband is one. So, I mean, I'm not, like, super familiar with him. Interesting. But I've met him a couple times. They make really good money. They do. Um, What's really funny about this, too, is Martin Sheen's two sons would be in a movie called Men at Work where they're garbage men. (laughs) I didn't know that. (laughs) I've never heard of that movie. It's not good. (laughs) Excellent. That's probably why I've never heard of it. Well, also, I don't hear hear about a lot of things. I'm dumb. (laughs) Anyways. It's no Repo Man, which is a great movie with Emilio Estevez. I forget that they're actually related. <laughs> well, his real name is Martin Sheen yeah. is Estevez. Well, yes. And Charlie Sheen's real name is Carlos Estevez. I, know, I Honestly, I just keep forgetting. Which I always thought was hilarious when he was like, remember when he was like really melting down? He was making fun of the guy who invented Two and a Half Men. Oh. Because it's like stage name or whatever. It's yeah. Chuck Lorre, but he kept calling him by his real name, Hiam Levine. <laughs> And he kept saying it like it was so shitty that he had this like really ethnic right. real name. And I was like, okay, whatever, Sir? Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, that does remind me, though. Have you um, heard of the shit with Drake Bell? Yes. We talked about this uh, we like did. two weeks ago. Yes. But I don't think, did we talk about it on the podcast? Or did we I have a I thought we did. I don't think so. I think it might have been on weekend plans or a conversation that occurred just afterwards. I was going to say, most of the time that we interact at all is on the podcast. So. Fair. It's really just an excuse to hang out. Yeah. Every week or every other week. And lose money. <laughs> I spend money on hobbies. It's whatever. I guess that's fair. <laughs> um, but what's I going to say? Um, well, if we didn't talk about the podcast, uh, Senor Drake Bell um, has some abuse allegations against him, so he yeeted himself to Mexico <laughs> and uh, renamed himself Drake Campania and is now um, only doing uh, Spanish music. Pretty awesome. You know the, do you know who Carlos Mencia is? That name sounds familiar. He's a comedian. Uh, yes. He stole jokes. Yes. Yes. Um, his real name is like Ned Holness Jesus or something Christ. like that. I hate that. <laughs> I see why he changed his name. Uh-huh. There's definitely some people where I'm like, yeah, the stage name's better. <laughs> like, please. Um, <laughs> Any who'sin. So, uh, Kit picks up his 15-year-old bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's all about it. <laughs> because he looks like James Dean. <laughs> uh, he's going to kill her daddy. <laughs> Fucking A, she does. I was not quite prepared for it to happen like so quickly mm. <laughs> like because it's in the first like 10 minutes 15 minutes it's really crazy how she just like goes along with everything yeah and she's just like all right <laughs> like fuck it yeah. like, over a man that she barely knows yeah. <laughs> um it's got I that mean, magical peen you know what i'm saying <laughs> like james bond <laughs> what <laughs> james bond is always like turning women from evil to good with his dick or like turning a lesbian <laughs> fair okay all right all right buying what you're selling mm-hmm. um so yeah he shoots her fucking dad and then they eat themselves out of there not before staging an arson <laughs> um and then they start rolling around and they doing go on the lamb <laughs> yes <laughs> Across the Badlands of Montana. Montana. Um, yeah, and they they leave from, what, Texas or South Dakota? South Dakota. Yeah, I, I have the Wikipedia. It would not make sense to cross No, she's Montana from Texas, from though. Texas. Yeah. No, that's where I was like, there was something about Texas. Yeah, well, you can't hide the Texas in Sissy's basic. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> can't be done. Oh, most well, certainly not. 
Um, Have you ever seen Coal Miner's Daughter? Absolutely the fuck not. Okay. <laughs> you know the answer to that question before you fucking <laughs> asked. <laughs> yeah, at this point, I just do it to fuck with you. Well, every time, I'm just like, well, you're going to just... like, what about this classic that everybody knows? And you're like, oh, is that a movie? <laughs> I do get a lot of joy out of watching <laughs> you get really frustrated when I haven't seen a movie. <laughs> No, that's to not varying what frustrates degrees. me anymore. <laughs> that's not what does it? Now it's like a different thing where I'm just like, oh, what about this piece of shit movie? And Zach's like, oh, it's one of the best movies ever made. <laughs> <laughs> if looks could kill. Uh, well, I'm glad that you have no longer have pent up rage against my movie going. No, my rage experience. isn't pent up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just, I will just let it flow out in interesting ways. That's fair. Um, but I'm just glad that I'm no longer the Zimmerman that it's directed at. <laughs> it's taken me this long, but I made it. <laughs> I don't want to create a Hulk. I need to let my rage out. All right. Um, anywho. <laughs> um, yeah, so then they start dicking around in Montana. <laughs> the alternate title of this movie. Dicking around in Montana. Dicking around in Montana. <laughs> I mean, it should be. <laughs> um, yeah, and, you know, I don't want to say that she has, like, Stockholm Syndrome. Oh, she definitely does. Yeah, because I was just like, I feel like that's, like, a little bit hard to say, but at the same time, I'm like, mm, no, she has Stockholm Syndrome. Because, like, pretty soon she's, like, not that into it, but she's still... But she's there, so she's like, well... It. She's super stoked when they're, like, living in their treehouse and, yeah. like, doing drills. Well, I mean, it's kind of rad. She's, like, about it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, they're fending off they're the dancing. land. Yeah. <laughs> Doing this, you know, doing That's my their... favorite part of this movie. I did, I did quite enjoy that. I was like, you know, if I was a fugitive from the law, mm-hmm. that's how I'd want to spend my days. Just, you know, farting around on the countryside. And... He does his, like, rifle drills. And... <laughs> um, well, I mean, it's pretty implied um, by the be- like at the beginning of this movie that, like, she doesn't really have much of a life. So this is probably like, holy shit, this is the coolest thing I've ever done. Yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. <laughs> um... But, I mean, I'm not going to say that her dad, like, Loki had it coming. Well, no, he didn't. <laughs> but, like, who shoots a dog? It's a different time. Like, I don't care. People did that shit. Who shoots a dog? <laughs> that doesn't make it better. Just because everyone was doing it doesn't well, make it better. There's a reason we don't fuck with the Midwest. <laughs> and there's a reason people don't fuck with animals. You watch Don't Fuck With Cats. <laughs> or maybe you didn't. It's true, I did. Okay, I wasn't sure if you had or not. <laughs> um, but yeah. No, and I, I don't know exactly. I can't put my finger on what I love so much about this movie. It's probably the same thing, the same reason I liked uh, Catcher in the Rye so much when I read it in high school. Okay, that's a great fucking book. There's something about these like male characters with like high-key personality disorders. <laughs> Yes. But it's from their perspective. Mm-hmm. No, I, I do think it's really interesting, because The Catcher in the Rye, uh, it's actually really funny. Um, so when I was a sophomore in high school, after like a month of school, I transferred from private school to public school. Mm. And I came in in like the middle of that book, in yeah. like the uh, like honors English or whatever the fuck. And I was like, I had to like fucking speed read the first half cause yeah. <laughs> to catch up to everybody else. But I was just like wait, like, I actually really fucking dig this. It was one of the few books um, when we, I think it was sophomore year when we read it, we mm-hmm. had an option after we read every book for class to buy the book. Oh. And it was the only book that I bought. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I would say, I don't know if, I, I mean, I haven't read it as an adult. I mean, I literally haven't read it in like it's 12 It's probably years. unbearable. But probably. like at that time. Yeah. You know, a 15-year-old boy full of <laughs> all kinds of shit. 
Well, at the time, I was a 14-year-old girl, and I was also into it, so. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah, but I remember most kids in my class being like, this sucks, and this kid sucks. Well, Holden is an asshole. And I was like, I like <laughs> He is. Um, and I, like, wrote a uh, screenplay adaptation of it <laughs> at that time, and, like, all that shit. Wild. <laughs> um, but no, I think it's really interesting, like, any... I feel like any character or any movie or book or anything with like a really fucked up like like lead like I I do really enjoy. Yeah. Plus, I love these like really toxic romances in movies as well. It is fun. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna ask you if you've seen it, but there's a movie that was written by Quentin Tarantino but directed by Tony Scott called mm-hmm. True Romance. I've not seen it. That takes a lot of like low key inspiration from this movie, and hmm. I think you might like that. Okay. I'll give that a go. Um, I, I'm still on disability for the next foreseeable future. So. You should watch True Romance. Um, I'll try to remember to do that maybe this week. Um, <clears throat> doop Yep, yeah, so they... Oh, yeah. So um, they get roused out of the treehouse. <laughs> and they kill some more baddies. <laughs> yeah, well, also... Like, well, I guess people. the first baddies. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, really... Yeah, like I said, the dad didn't really do anything wrong. Like, he just kind of didn't he's, approve he's of the He's kind of a dick and, like, very strict. Yeah, like, he wasn't, like, the best dad, but, like, he w- didn't, like, deserve to die. <laughs> but the bounty hunters, eh, questionable. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, fuck bounty hunters. Yeah. Scum. <laughs> yeah, we're looking at you, dog. <laughs> the only bounty hunter I will defend is Bosk. So in uh, <laughs> Empire Strikes Back, uh-huh. where they get all the va- or bounty hunters together to find the Millennium Falcon, it, that's where Boba Fett comes from. But there's also just like a bunch of other bounty hunters standing there, mm-hmm. and one of them is Bosk, who's a lizard man in a yellow jumpsuit. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and I'm here for Bosk. <laughs> and that's it. Nothing I else. want him to show up in the Mandalorian so bad. <laughs> um. Yeah. Have have. Could not tell you anything about him or the Mandalorian. Mm. Sorry about it. It's fine. It's, it's fine. I mean, I, I'm sure I've... I'm not asking you to tell me anything about it. I'm oh, thank you. God. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather not. <laughs> I'm, not I'm not going there. Um, but yeah, so then they continue uh, farting around Montana and then eventually get chased down by the... Well, before they get chased down by the cops proper, Yeah. they find this mansion. Yeah. And they're like, hey, or well... He's like, hey, yeah. I have some ideas. And <laughs> they go in, take half this man's shit, <laughs> or you know, whatever fits in their suitcases, I suppose, Yeah. Um, and his car. Yeah. And he's very cavalier about the whole fucking thing. Like, he's just like, yeah, sure, okay. Like, it's just things. I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, didn't put up a fight, didn't really, he was just like, all right, I mean, I guess. Yeah. And then I just love how he's like, here's a list of everything that I'm borrowing, um, I'll pay you back. Yeah, I'll bring it back, including the car. <laughs> and then he never does. Fucking liar. Honestly despicable. Piece of shit. You know what I love? What? Skipping to the end is when he gets arrested and <laughs> how much the uh, cops all like him. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, I was watching this movie. Zach came up when I was watching it. and He really came in like right at the end. And uh-huh. was like, only fucking white people, though. Right? <laughs> I was like, for real... <laughs> Not only did they not shoot him, but they're, like, buds with him after he gets yeah, arrested. they're kicking it. Like, with the exception of, like, them, like, chucking his hat out the window, like, yeah. they were very cool with him. Yeah. And he was like, oh, my hat. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you do that? <laughs> oh, fuck. But very charismatic kit. He was. <laughs> um, honestly, I was shocked they didn't take him out of the shackles. <laughs> like, I was fully expecting. 
expecting them to. Yeah. And like, I feel like like they kind of thought about it. Like the gears were turning. <laughs> I would like to talk a little bit about yeah. the true story that this is apparently somewhat based on. Yeah. Because when this movie showed up on your list, I was like, what? <laughs> cool. Yes. I love that movie. <laughs> but zero knowledge that it was based on any kind of true crime. Well, right. So um, in my research for the season, um, there was like, no, like they didn't like explicitly say at all. Like the directors, writers, nobody was like, "Oh, hey, this is based off of like a real story. This yeah. actually happened, kind of." <laughs> there wasn't a Texas Chainsaw Massacre thing at the beginning. Absolutely, the fuck not. Which there was you not. Are about to see. Um, but um, I'm gonna give like the very like abridged version right now because like the book is really gonna, you know, tell a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just pulling this from Charles Starkweather's Wikipedia page. Okay. Um. So he was an American spree killer who murdered 11 people in Nebraska and Wyoming between December of 1957 and January of 1958 when he was 19. Mm. So I think maybe that's where you're getting the 19-year-old thing from. Okay. Um, Because the real killer was 19. Mm -hmm. Um, He killed 10 of his victims between uh, January 21st and 29th, uh, the date of his arrest. During his spree in 1958, he was accompanied by his 14-year-old girlfriend, Carol Ann Fugate. Uh, they were both convicted in charges on par- their parts in the homicides. Uh, he was sentenced to death and executed 17 months after the events. Uh, she served 17 years in prison, getting a release in 1976. Uh, his electrocution by electric chair was the last execution in Nebraska until 1994. Hmm. Which I think is very interesting, actually. Yeah. <clears throat> like, that's a long fucking that's time. A long time. <laughs> was nobody that bad in Nebraska? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, there's eh. like 10 people there, right? I mean, I think at least 11. <laughs> Um, so they met in 1956 when he was 18 and she was 13. Uh, they were introduced by her older sister whom he had previously dated. Oh, interesting. Yeah. He dropped out of high school in his senior year or was working at a Western Union newspaper warehouse. He sought employment there because the warehouse was located near Whittier Junior High School in Lincoln where Fugate was a student. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yuckers. (laughs) Um, given his working schedule, he began to visit her every other day after school he was considered a poor worker. His employer later recalled, sometimes you'd have to tell him so- tell him something two or three times. Oh, buddy. Of all the fucking started. Of all the employees in the warehouse, he was the dumbest one we had. <laughs> 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 um, he taught Fugate how to drive, and one day she crashed his 1949 Ford into another car. Oh, man. <laughs> However, his uh, father, Guy, was a registered owner of the vehicle. He paid the damages but argued with his son about it, and having let his girlfriend that was unlicensed to drive the car. Uh-huh. Uh, refusing to condone his son's behavior, Guy banished Starkweather from the home. <laughs> banished. <laughs> the young man quit his job at the warehouse and became a garbage collector for minimum wage. So, mm-hmm. okay. um, do, 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 do. He began developing a nihilistic worldview, believing that his uh, current situation was the final determinant of how he would live the rest of his life. He used his time on the garbage route to begin plotting bank robberies. Oh. He settled on a personal philosophy by which he lived the remainder of his time. Quote, dead people are all on the same level. End quote. Fucking yikes. Oh, well, wrong. <laughs> um, his first murder took place late on November 30th of 1957. Uh, he became angry at Robert Colvert, a service station attendant in Lincoln, for refusing to sell him a stuffed animal on credit. <laughs> He returned several times during the night to purchase small items until finally, brandishing a shotgun, forced Colvert to give him $100 from the till, oh, man. which was a fuck ton of money back then. Yeah. Um, he drove Colvert to a remote area where they struggled over the gun and injuring Colvert before Starkweather killed him with a shot to the head. Wow. Yeah. So that was the first murder. And then uh, 
basically like a month later he killed everybody else within eight days yeah um <clears throat> so again i don't want to get like too too much into it now um but this is you know like i said like i don't want to say super loosely based on it mm-hmm. but you know en- enough um like all the like major details are there because again i don't want to give like too much away and spoil the whole the whole deal yeah um but yeah, like all the like main pieces are there. They just basically pl- changed the places and changed the dates. Sure. Um, and didn't get into the first murder at all. And also, they're in the movie. The romance seems more whirlwindy. Yeah. Than it was in real life. Right. Um, do 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 do. Yeah, I think that's all I wanted to say about that for now. Because I, I I want us to have have a conversation about it next week. <laughs> 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 or you know, do you? <laughs> I mean, do you? Sure. <laughs> um. Anyways. But since when do I get what I want, Jamie? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> As you said, we only see each other once every week or two, so uh-huh. <laughs> I'm blissfully unaware. <laughs> um. Anywho's, did you have anything else you like specifically want to add? Because this movie is very short, which I think is good and uh, but also like I kind of wish I wanted a little bit more especially at the end I wanted more sure. follow up and follow through yeah um and also I feel like it could have probably you know stood for a little bit more exposition on the top of it cuz I feel like the beginning is like kind of like weirdly rushed and then like it's like all this time like in the middle of nowhere <laughs> and then like bam 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 again at the end you know what I mean like I feel like the it like bookends really well and like I, the beginning was really cool and the ending was really cool but, like, the middle for me was, like, where I was kind of like, okay. See, I just really <laughs> like the starkness of mm-hmm. it. And, like, I, I feel like we definitely have different tolerances for Definitely. Pace. Well, yes. <laughs> um, as someone with diagnosed ADHD, uh-huh. <laughs> I have problems with pace. <laughs> yeah. Like, in, um, like, honestly, I have this sort of divergence with a lot of people mm-hmm. in that, like, if a movie has, like, mood mm-hmm. right... Like, that's, like, 90% of it for me. Okay. That's fair. I can respect that. Yeah. And I, I yeah, I love a good mood. Mm-hmm. And if you really nail that as, like, a detail, then I'm, like, all in. No, and I, I do think the mood and, like, tone of this movie is very good. Like, I think, like I said, I think they, like, kind of knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like I said, like, I think, honestly, like, it, it's shot really well. Like, I think it looks nice. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, um, and I, actually, I was reading, um, I was simming skimming through the wikipedia earlier um and apparently this was like not the original like cut of the movie like someone like the, the original editor like had like a whole different version of it and yeah. they were like nah <laughs> <laughs> so i think that's really interesting um yeah the film was originally set to be edited by robert Erst- estrin i can't read <laughs> um however when malik saw estrin's cut of the film he disliked it and removed estrin from the production You'd be shocked how much editing can just, like, completely change a movie. Yeah, like, he ended up recutting it himself. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's nuts. Um, <laughs> Malik's a crazy dude. Might have to look more into his, yeah. him. Hmm. Um, yeah, so I thought that was really interesting, because I don't know really jack shit about, like, film editing or, like, film production. Mm-hmm. Um, again, as I like to say often, I'm an ignorant, ignorant bitch, so. <laughs> um, and also, the whole thing was only created with $300,000. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, if you think about it, there's, like, two not a characters lot of... in this movie. <laughs> right, and, like, not a lot of... Yeah, and they shoot a lot of it just, like, outside with natural light. Yeah. Um, so I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, because like reading through the production stuff, I was like, oh, it's actually kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, and this is only um, Sissy's second movie. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know anybody about that either. Because like she killed it. She's it's great. Like, yeah. Because yeah. how old? Do you know how she old she was when she? Probably in her late teens. I was like, yeah, maybe twenty. Um, but I mean, like, she literally looks twelve. She looks like a child. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is like makes it even more bothersome for me that like in the movie he's ten years older. <laughs> yeah. Because she looks like a baby. <laughs> she looks like, it's it's really wild when you like go back and look at fifteen-year-olds. Like when you were fifteen, you felt like you were basically an adult. Yes. <laughs> and you're like, oh, fifteen-year-olds are children. Yeah. Well, and it's funny, too, because, like, I feel like now 15 is so much different than it was when, like, even when I was 15, and, like, th- things were, like, vastly different when either one of us was 15, even. Because, mm. I mean, like, shit, when I was 15, like, first of all, I thought it was hot shit. Yeah. Um, but then I look back at pictures, and I'm like, God, like, who let me out of the house doing any of that? Yeah. <laughs> what are my parents? What were they doing? Uh. Um and I just, mostly like, dressed the same way I do now when I was 15, so that's not a problem. <laughs> Uh, um. Yeah. No. Can't relate. And <laughs> I figured it out early. <laughs> fair. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Did not. And then also, I'm pretty sure when I was 15, I had multiple colors in my hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that might have been the time where I had like pink and purple and blue streaks. Yeah. I mean, I was wearing a beige trench coat with like uh no, you were punk rock buttons on it. Spectacular. But... <laughs> <laughs> Other than that. <laughs> That was my middle school face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, when I was 15, it was all about fucking, uh, literally the only places I would shop were, like, the van store and, like, <laughs> fucking, um... Got a lot of Sex Pistols t-shirts and... <laughs> no, um, I have a lot of Panic at the Disco t-shirts. <laughs> Two kinds of people. <laughs> um... Fuck. Anyways, but yeah, anyways. But like 15, like back then, like they looked 12. And like 15 year olds now, and like when I looked, when I was 15, like I didn't think I looked like a baby or anything. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I looked like, you know, at, you know, at least 15. Yeah. But like 15 year olds now look like they're fucking 20. No, like I mean, they dress like it. <laughs> I mean, I guess. But also, <laughs> when I was 15, I wasn't fucking putting on a full face of makeup either. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Or yeah. getting acrylic nails. Or... I guess it depends. It is weird, like when you're just out in the world and you see like, and I don't want to like body shame or like shame right. the way anybody dresses, but when you see somebody dress like so, yeah, I guess sexually. And then you're like, but you look like a child. Yes. So like, this is it's... upsetting to me. Yeah. Well, like it's weird. <laughs> I'm not so, going like... to tell you how to dress, but I wish I wasn't looking at your ass cheeks right now. <laughs> <laughs> Little girl, get out of here. Put some pants on. Like, get out of here. Please put on some pants. <laughs> um, no, dress how you want. <laughs> Where are your parents? Wear like a sign or something that says, wait till you see my face. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, my child face. And then you're like, oh. Well, it's not. So, um, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast. Um, Zach and I used to work at like an elementary middle school for a long time. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it's wild seeing kids that I used to, like, babysit, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, grow up. Oh. <laughs> so, like, some of them, like, follow me on Instagram, and, like, I'm friends with them on Facebook and shit, and I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> when did you turn fucking 18? Oh, oh you're not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're just dressing like a delinquent. Got it. <laughs> <a> delinquent. <laughs> <laughs> they are. 
well, yeah, and you're like, like weird. Like I remember when you were like the second grade, and now you have a fucking belly button ring. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Please get out of here with that. <laughs> like my mom would have killed me if I was like 15 and been like, hey, look, I got my belly button pierced, or hey, I want to get this done. My mom would be like, absolutely the fuck not, not under my roof. Are belly button rings coming back? I think so. Okay. <laughs> Like they got like really unpopular, and we're gonna like, get back to that early two thousands period. Yeah, where, like bare midriffs were the shit. I just really hope hip huggers don't come back. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't wish us on anyone. I wasn't complaining at the time. I'm sure you were not. <laughs> um, but me and my high waisted jeans thoroughly disagree. <laughs> um, yeah, God, what a time to be alive. <laughs> what a time to be a pubescent boy. <laughs> Um, yeah, I can't relate. <laughs> Thank you, Brittany. <laughs> well, I just remember being like, wow, like, how, like, what a style. My mom would be like, absolutely fuck not. <laughs> Jamie Diane, you are not so, wearing Jamie that. Jamie Diane, you don't have the abs for that. She wasn't wrong. <laughs> Still don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I said, that's, I hope they don't come back. Like, where's my loose skin going to go? <laughs> I mean, dress how you want. <laughs> I'm not, nah. <laughs> Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, I still can wear my high-waisted pants. That's even what if I mean. Not. Okay. <laughs> Look, <laughs> unless I don't have to tuck that shit in anywhere, it's not, not going away. <laughs> Anyways, enough about me and my insecurities. <laughs> um, I like this film just fine. Like, it was it was good for what it was, I thought. I really appreciated getting to, uh, or having a excuse to watch it again. <laughs> um... Yeah, like I said, I'm pretty sure it was like three dollars or three ninety nine on Amazon to rent. I think it's like six to buy it. Um, I don't know if I would have bought it. But I'm kind of glad I didn't. Like, because here's well, only because I'm saying I don't know if I'd watch it again. Yeah, I have it on D- uh, Blu-ray. See, even if I, if I wanted to watch it again, I had no, I know a guy. <laughs> um, and you're right up the street. It's so. true. <laughs> Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah, I mean that's really kind of all I have because again, like, I don't count, I don't want to like shoot the load too much about the actual like crime spree. Sure. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you have to add about this movie that you like or anything? Um, no, I will just you know summarize that I think it's a really great movie. The mm-hmm. performances are great. The score is very minimalist, but also yeah. really good and mm-hmm. like really evoking of a tone and a time and a place. Um, I'm really glad I got to watch it again. I would recommend it to everybody. Yeah. Like, Go ahead and watch this. Watch Ang Lee's Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check out that episode of Weekend Plans. Um, and, uh, yeah, all that to say, I don't think it's not worth watching. I definitely think it was worth watching. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy it. Like I said, it was a little slow for my personal taste, yeah. but not everyone has ADHD like I do. So <laughs> I think it's a really cool, especially like timepiece from a period of uh, American filmmaking that was so specific to that time. Mm-hmm. And one I kind of feel like we low-key might be heading back into again. Okay. Um, we're definitely at a place where like theatrical viewing is down. Well, and yeah. not just because of COVID, <laughs> but like older people are you know not wanting to leave the house mm-hmm. younger people aren't having their imaginations captured by movies as much and that's exactly what was going on in the late 60s like the exact right. same thing mm-hmm. um and then it got us to this point in the 70s where studios were like desperate to try everything and you you had like real filmmaker driven shit and right. you had like scorsese coming and then spielberg coming and lucas coming yeah definitely like roman polanski getting a chance to make his crazy shit 
you know, before he was a raper. Yeah. More about him when we talk about Manson. <laughs> oh, we should watch Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> excellent. <laughs> I actually haven't seen it. I've heard it's fantastic, though. Or uh, the Fearless Vampire Killers, if you want to see Sharon Tate's tits. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> Why do I not want to see Trust a good booby? do. <laughs> or a pair of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Anyways, um, next week we'll be talking about Wasteland, the book based on the... Or the, the book about the lives of Charles Starkweather and Carol Ann Fugate um, and their crimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... I don't know if we've decided what we're talking about after that. We'll figure it out next week. We'll, we'll tell you then. It's a surprise. It's a surprise to us. Yeah. Um, anyways, um, make sure you follow us on social media. Do all the things. Hit us with a su- subscription if you haven't already. Share with a friend. Yeah. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal, if you're still listening, what up? Yeah, what's up, Jake? <laughs> and goodbye.